Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for a look back on today's match. This is the full-time report with the voices of our Atlanta United, Mike Conti and Jason Longshore. Today's game is brought to you by Equifax, proud partner of your Atlanta United, The Home Depot, with more ways to help take on your home projects delivered right to your door. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. AT&T, the official wireless partner of Atlanta United, Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing, and Piedmont, an official health care provider of Atlanta United. The home for MLS in Atlanta. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Here's the voices of our Atlanta United, Mike Conti and Jason Longshore. Well, another win for the New York Red Bulls against Atlanta United. And it's 2-1 tonight. That takes the Red Bulls all-time to 10-1-3 in their 14 all-time meetings against Atlanta United. They win both matches in the season series. Uh, by a combined score of 4-2. This one, though, totally, totally different from the match at Red Bull Arena, and I, I think in part, and it's something we'll address later in the full-time report, one thing that really hurt Atlanta United as far as being able to set up tactically for this match tonight, Jason, at least in my opinion, was the knock that Andrew Gutman suffered in Cincinnati, which made it uh, impossible to start him tonight and therefore impossible for Atlanta United to start in a 3-5-2. Not saying that's why they lost tonight, but... That was one of the factors that really complicated the setup for Gonzalo Pineda tonight and made this match feel much, much different from the match that was played in June. Yeah, not having Gutman to be able to play as a third center back like he did in Cincinnati from the start, although you know it was touch and go from what we were hearing as to whether he would be available tonight. He went a strong second half, and he played hard. I mean, he gave you everything he had. You're also missing George Campbell. It would have been another possibility to be a third center back there. I think Alex DeJohn, after that game at Red Bull Arena, you know, it's, it's, we're not going to see him in these moments. So it was Gutman or it was Campbell. Gutman wasn't 90 minutes fit. Campbell's not available, although he's getting close to coming back. And you had to go with something different. I don't think it comes down to that, though. I, I really don't. It comes down to a moment where – you're not able to prevent a Red Bulls break. Cross comes into the top of the 18. We'll hear it here in a minute where Morgan buries it. And it took them too long to respond. And that's the thing against the Red Bulls, and it's what they do to you mentally. They're going to force mistakes. They're going to force those those kinds of situations. And 
you've got to respond, and Atlanta didn't respond until too late. Here's Gonzalo Pineda downstairs. Explain the team's performance in the first half, and what hope can you give supporters that this team can still fight and make the playoffs? Well, the first question, I felt that uh, was two parts. One, the first 10 minutes of the game, where we start to put a lot of pressure, we start to get numbers uh, in the final third, and we had a good start. And then we concede a silly goal, in my opinion, and then we start to go down mentally, and we couldn't even connect certain passes, and we start to, to not to be as proactive as we started the game. Uh, set piece, and then it's almost like a, a lot of, uh, I don't know, not a lot of motivation there to just connect the passes and go forward and there. So we, we, lost, we lost a little bit the control of the game. Uh, I think that the second half was all ours. I felt like we were dominating the whole second half and we were on the front foot, but probably we couldn't find the right uh, amount of quality in the final third because we were all over them, but we couldn't really, really create uh, valuable chances. And the few that we got, we, did, we missed. So uh, that was the game. Uh, and the other one for me is just, we, again, we scored a goal at the end of the game and the, the team never quit. The team continued fighting, competing and going for the goals. Even the last minute we tried with the set piece. I mean, uh, the team is going to fight till the end. That's what I can say. You know, Gonzalo, after the, the last game, you know, Andrew Gutman and some other players have said, we just have to win every game at home. This is a loss. So, you know, and I've asked you before, do you feel up against the wall at this point, considering the standings? And I know the second half was better, but what, what do you believe was working? Because it was difficult to unbalance Red Bull New York throughout the game. Well, yeah. So on the first thing is now we have to come back and be strong against Columbus. The, the points that we lost tonight, we have to re-get them uh, uh, on Sunday. So now we have to motivate the team and come back and regroup and, and try to do all the little things to come back with a strong lineup and, and try to win that game. Uh, then what I felt was working was we were a bit more proactive, especially those 10 for minutes. We, we were kind of getting behind and, and it's tough against uh, you know, Red Bulls always because they always go for the second balls for the you know, the second transition, the first transition, dividing the ball, going for 50-50 challenges, and, you know, they're very physical. So at some point I felt that we needed that to, to be more competitive in those little moments. Uh, but I felt that uh, when we were on the front foot, we were playing forward faster and then sprinting in behind the back line. We were, we were more dangerous. So there were a lot of things that worked. Then, again, the final piece, the final touch, the final piece of quality in the final third was what we were missing for some periods of time. Uh, but certainly we tried. We tried to put pressure. I think we almost tripled the number of passes of Red Bulls. We have 70% of possession, which can say nothing because we lost, right? But we created a lot of crosses, a lot of shots. And it was just uh, probably that lack of quality in, in certain moments in the final third. What was the what was the thought process in starting Joseph Martinez, and what did you think of his performance up until the goal? Well, uh, the idea was we needed goals, and 
and we know Joseph can certainly score goals. We, we tried to put more natural wingers at the beginning with Ronaldo on the right side and, and, and Luis on the left, trying to stretch them in behind. We did a few times, but probably not as often as I was expecting. And then the movement of Joseph at times when he tries to stretch the line, but also when he drops. And he did that a couple of times, and it was dangerous when, when he was able to receive the ball in between the lines and connect and then on balance it behind. So that was kind of the thought in behind. And, uh, and, and I mean, that, that's it. Pretty much. Do you think Jesus' movement is good enough to, to move with that line at this point? Yes, I think I think it is. I think also, you know, he he needed this goal also to to kind of come back to who he is and all that. But uh, I feel like at times I, I try to balance that, like kind of the type of movements we want with a little bit of the quality that he has just naturally to get those those balls. So the last game, for example, uh, it was an offside on him. But it was very similar play to, to today's goal. So that's what I was looking for, a little bit of that combination in the middle of the park with Marcelino Thiago so they can activate uh, Joseph in those runs in behind, which is something that he does very well. Uh, so I was thinking a little bit on that once we break the lines and get in those areas. Joseph's movement, movement in behind is very good. So. Um, I think, yes, his movement is good. Obviously, he needs a bit more confidence. Sometimes he needs also, um, you know, to go earlier a little bit. There were a couple crosses that went in front of him. He needs to get there for sure, but I think that will come in time. Joe, Doug, Felipe, and reminder, locker room is open. Joe, go ahead. Uh, I also wanted to ask about Joseph, but not necessarily his movement, but just maybe his the mentality that he has. In the 47th minute, there was a moment where he received the ball with the back, his back to goal, and he had... At least a couple runners moving in behind, and he passed it back again against Cincinnati late in the game. There was also a moment where he was in a dangerous position and kind of laid it off. Is it concerning to you at all to, for a player like him to just not um, be facilitating some of those runs at times? Well, yeah, I saw that play. It was more on the left, a dummy ball, and then he had two players to play. Uh, I don't know if the ball wasn't completely clean, so he didn't want to miss it, and then he preferred to be secure. After that, we switched the point of attack, and it was also dangerous, but I understand the play that you're saying. Normally, Joe does that very well. I think normally the, the link play for the link of play for Joseph in those areas is normally pretty good. I mean, again, there are players, not just forwards, but any player has ups and downs in their careers. And uh, at times, number nines, they just need one goal to come back to who they are. So uh, I expect that from Joseph. But at the same time, yes, like uh, there are things that we all can do better, him included. And, and we all can we all have to come back with a better response and raise the quality, all of all of us, not just Joseph. Like, I feel like we are all targeting Joseph, but uh, but it's all of us. We have to come back with a, a little bit more quality in certain moments of the game, and that's that's the challenge for us. Uh, this is kind of another thirty thousand foot question, but this isn't the first time that we've talked about or you've talked about uh, the players kind of losing confidence or, or motivation after the opponent's score. Knowing the importance of this game, how concerning is that? That after the first and second goals, they just seem to drop off so significantly? Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's normal. I mean, imagine all the motivation you have into this game. You are you are trying to do everything right. In the first few minutes, you are more dominant. You are trying to get the chances that you want. And then you concede certain goals like that. And sometimes, you know, we are humans. And I understand the players at times thinking still in those two goals. And now we have to come back again. And those lapses of moments like uh, took us a while. 
to, to come back into the game. Uh, but, I mean, it's part of what we always say, the goals the change games. Los, los goles cambian los partidos. And I think today those goals changed the momentum of the team and, and that didn't help to, to that mood. Uh, but... Again, we have to do better there. I agree with you. We have to come back. The response now is very important and come back with Columbus. And I know this one will bring the team a little bit down. We need to do that today. And then tomorrow we'll come back strong and, and try to put a very good uh, game plan, good, uh, good training sessions, and then good lineup for, for Columbus. Well, that is going to be a, a big challenge for Gonzalo Pineda to get this team back on track mentally because uh, it, this is a very, very deflating result, a 2-1 loss to New York Red Bulls. I, I do want to pause for a moment before we continue. Uh, Ten seconds for station identification, then I want to get your comments on uh, Pineda's postgame remarks. So first, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. The official home for our Atlanta United. Catch every game here. WZGC Atlanta and WZGC HD1. Station. Hey, anything stand out to you there? Yeah, I want to connect the dots on that last question and answer a little bit because I think at times there is an expectation that players are robots and that teams are robots and you don't have emotions in a match. The game's emotional. Everything is emotional in a match and no team is at 100% intensity for 90 minutes. No team. Liverpool, Chelsea, Manchester City, Barcelona, Real Madrid, name them all. No team has 100% intensity for 90 minutes. You give up goals, it's going to be a letdown, especially in that moment. Sometimes when you score goals, there's a letdown. But in this moment, especially that second goal with the long delay to it, there's going to be a letdown. Okay, that's fine. And that's where I think maybe I'm already trying to predict the future a little bit. I think people are going to twist things out of proportion there. A letdown is fine. It took too long to get going. That's the point that I was making during the match, and that's the point that I think Gonzalo just made as well. The letdown is natural. You know you have to chase the game now. You know you're running uphill against a team that's brutal to play against. The letdown is natural. It can't be 10 minutes is what it felt like. I'd have to go back and actually clock it and see where I felt like the game turned. Around 10 minutes from the second goal. And the first goal, what? look, the corner kick comes four minutes later, I think. Yeah, and then um, you have the long review. And then th there's probably another five or six minutes of open play where it was still shaky before Atlanta United finally yeah. got, on the, got on the horns. Yeah. It, it felt like. That's the issue, is how long it took. The letdown is natural, but it can't take that long for the response. And we've talked about it all year long. That's where leaders need to emerge. Mm -hmm. In those moments, that's where you throw yourself into a tackle. That's where you pick up a yellow for decking somebody. That's where one of those kinds of things happens to spark the team. And it just didn't happen, and it took too long for that natural letdown to fade. Yeah, and, and on that point of leadership, I'll throw out there again, I, I think Santiago Sosa continues to play himself into the conversation of maybe assuming a captaincy for this team. Yep. He is our man of the match brought to you by Heineken tonight. It was a very, very industrious 80 minutes for Santi Sosa tonight. Yeah, I, I think Santi Sosa has been a really missing element to what this team could have been in 2022. 
and he's not 100% right now in terms of his form, in terms of his quality, in terms of how long he can play. And, and that's going to be a question about Sunday in Columbus. You know, what does he have in the tank for that game? Because he's going to be vital dealing with somebody like Lucas Zellerion. But tonight, six interceptions, two tackles. That's eight defensive actions. That's immense. 85% passing, five of six on the long ball. I think I remember the one that he didn't connect. He overhit it. He was even getting forward into the attacking third a lot more than we're accustomed to. Again, the game kind of led him there in, in the way it was being played at that point. But I think he gave you from a example standpoint everything that you ask for out of that position. And you need him, and he's going to have to be that and more th down the stretch to allow this team to get more numbers forward. So, Santi Sosa, the man of the match, brought to you by Heineken. The statistical recap brought to you by Piedmont, official health care partner of Atlanta United. Shots were 13 to 12 Red Bulls, each team with five shots on target. The possession, 73-27 Atlanta. Key passes, 11-10 Atlanta. The expected goals just ever so slightly to Red Bulls, 0.95 to 0.91. Um, Atlanta United's passing accuracy was at 84%. And I just... It wanted, it's obviously not significant because they lost, but, you know, against two pressing teams in the span of five days, Atlanta United passed at 89% against Cincinnati and 84% against Red Bulls. That's really, really impressive, whereas New York passed at under 60%. Six corners to five New York. Uh, the fouls committed were uh, 15 to 11, the Red Bulls, and I thought Ted Uncle let a lot go both ways tonight, and that probably didn't help Atlanta United. Both teams were called offside twice. That's the statistical recap brought to you by Piedmont, official health care partner of Atlanta United. Let me touch on one more thing from those stat numbers. 11 fouls committed by Atlanta. Okay, maybe a couple more that Uncle could have called. Um, he called more than he typically calls this season, so, uh, you know. Um, but 11 fouls, when you give up two goals in the first 15, and it's a must-win game, you get back to that kind of changing the energy thing. That's where you need that's why you signed Osvaldo Alonso. It's where you need somebody to get stuck in, go in big with a tackle, pick up an early yellow, know they got to play 50, 60 minutes on a yellow card, don't care. That's where you need those kinds of things to change it. I think at times, and it's something that Gonzalo Pineda has said this season, I think at times this team's a little too nice. And they need to be a little nasty at times. And when the game is getting away from them in that point, how many times do you see a team – who you can feel it slipping away from them, they go in and deck somebody. They go in hard on a challenge. You get the crowd riled up. You do those things. I think Gutman brought some of that in the second half, but you need more. You need a little bit of an edge. Yeah, Atlanta United 23rd in the league in fouls committed this season out of 28 teams, to yep. your point. That's a big difference from last year. It is. Yeah, it's, it's a it, it big absolutely difference is. from last year where yeah. they fouled a lot and they fouled in moments where they needed to foul and they fouled in some of those emotional moments where they needed to change the vibe. You needed that tonight in a big way. 11 fouls, it sounds like a weird one to fixate on, but 11 fouls is not enough in a game where you fall down 2-0 in the first 15. Yeah, that's a very interesting point. Uh, for over, uh, excuse me, Atlanta United wants to remind you that for each Atlanta United clean sheet this season, they'll donate $2,000 to Children's Health Care of Atlanta. This year's donation total, currently $8,000. We'll have the highlights coming up after this as Atlanta United falls to New York Red Bulls tonight, 2-1 on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This should be it. That is it. Full time. This is the Full Time Report on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Atlanta United falling to New York Red Bulls tonight, 2-1, as we return to the full-time report on Sports Radio 92.9. The game, uh, let's get to the highlights. Um, and we'll start, it's really only the three goals tonight, quite frankly. Uh, against the run of play in the 11th minute, and I know some of you on Twitter want to take umbrage with uh, me declaring this goal to be against the run of play, but it, objectively it was. It was 100% against the run of play. It's a phrase to explain who's controlling the game. You heard Gonzalo Pineda, and I 100% agree with him. The first 10 minutes, Atlanta was controlling the play. They were the more dangerous team, and then the Red Bulls scored. Yeah, well, uh, apparently not according to uh, well, the, I think wh- it's the phrase that people have an issue with. It's a common phrase to explain who's controlling <laughs> the game. It, it's, it's kind of in the book, so sorry. Well, anyhow, it – Again, I'll say it just to rankle all of you. Against the run of play, the Red Bulls score first in the 11th minute with Lewis Morgan. Duncan now in the right attacking third for Red Bulls. Dueling with Wiley into the near corner. Cross gets to the top of the 18. Shot score. Lewis Morgan. And it's 1-0 to the Red Bulls in the 11th minute. It's a, it's a situation. Duncan with Wiley. Almada was there too. You have two defenders against Duncan. He still gets the cross off. That's not good. That's not good at all. That can't happen. Then the cross takes a deflection, I think, off of Caceres, who who kind of dives in front of Parata and redirects it to the top of the 18, and Morgan's there. The redirect is what takes it away from everybody. The cross can't come in. With two there, 
you've got to do what the Red Bulls did very well tonight and pin the ball against the touchline. Duncan was able to get deep and put in a cross. That cross can't come in. Okay, so let's jump ahead a couple minutes now to what proved to be the game-winning goal. It, it, it occurred four minutes after that, and it's off a corner sequence. John Tolkien scores it. We'll play the highlight, and then we'll go through the controversy. Tolkien plays a short corner to Caceres. Back to Tolkien, right corner of the 18. Sends it to the near post, and it goes in! Rocco Rios-Novo did not react in time. 2-0 to the Red Bulls, and Atlanta United is in deep, deep trouble. All right, well, it, after I said all that, then Corey Rockwell puts the offside flag up, and Jason correctly points out when we get a replay, there was a reason why Rocco Rios-Novo had that odd reaction. It's because Patrick Klimala, in an offside position, makes a play on the ball. He goes up for a header, and he misses it and Tolkien's ball goes into the net. Now, again, called off by the AR, Corey Rockwell, then a very long check by Ted Uncle, the VAR, who sends it down, or I beg your pardon, Chris Penzo, the VAR, who sends it down to Ted Uncle for a look at the monitor, and he looks at it for a good couple minutes, and they conclude that it was a good goal after all of that. What it comes down to in the VAR sequence, they conclude that Klima is onside. That's that's what takes the only explanation. It's, right? it's what they said. It's, yeah. it's what they tweeted. Um, I don't believe uh, we're going to get a question from a pool reporter to the referee crew tonight. I, I don't really know why because it was the game-winning goal. Um, a little disappointing that's not happening. But I want to hear a further explanation because we saw what was being reviewed. And that's a great addition that MLS broadcasts have, and it's something that should be standard everywhere. So you, you know what's being looked at. Now, we're not hearing the explanation at that time. That would be even better. That would be great. In this case, all they would tell you is Clean Miller is onside because that's what the Twitter account said. But when you look at it, I don't think it is definitive that he is. It's a situation where Marcelino Moreno is clearing out. I talked about it in, in the, the immediate aftermath of the goal. Rocco Rios-Novo is waving everybody out. Tolkien is looking to hit that cross back in. Klima is a little late coming out. Moreno's a little late coming out. And the question is Klima's left shoulder slash bicep, because where offside is marked now, it doesn't start at the top of the shoulder anymore. It's the arm because you can play the ball with the upper part of your bicep. That is allowed now. You can play the ball with your shoulder. So that is an, that's a part of the body that's going to determine onside or offside. It's Klimala's left arm against Moreno's left heel slash foot as he's pulling out. And when you look at what was being looked at for a long time in a situation where Again, this is different than the Premier League. I know a lot of people watch the Premier League. The Premier League offside is generally, and now they've started to create a little bit of wiggle room in terms of, of margin of error, it's generally you're on, you're off, because they use the Hawkeye system to draw lines, to be able to map it, to be able to tell where those body parts are. MLS does not have that, so it is a judgment call. It's a much more thorough judgment call than Corey Rockwell went through using his eyes from that distance away, what, about 35 to 40 yards away, to make that decision. He ruled that it was offside. He put the flag up. It wasn't that it was being looked at because it's a goal, because all goals get looked at. Rockwell put the flag up. It was no goal on the field. 
it's reviewed for that long of a period of time, I don't believe they ever showed anything that we saw Mm -hmm. that was conclusive that he was on. It's a judgment call. Yeah, and and just to add to that, and again, this is where it's unsatisfactory to us as we try to get like a conclusive explanation on this when you don't have a pool reporter asking the question and you're you're basically left with a two-sentence tweet from the MLS VAR account. Uh, my, that, I, my fear would be that the answer, and, and I would like them to make the, the answer. I would like to make them have to answer the question. Yeah. Even if they're going to give you lawyer speak of just saying, well, he was he was on time. Well, but my concern is with, with all of this and, and the limited amount of information we have, and you have uh, the still pulled up right now on your laptop, the, and, and you have the TV broadcast frozen at the moment where – uh, Penso has everything. He has a quad box that he's looking at to determine if Klimal is offside. And what concerns me is this upper right shot of Klimal and Moreno. And you're right, Moreno's left heel and Klimal's right shoulder is not a shot that's taken straight on down the line. It is a shot from an angle that, to me, cannot conclusively prove onside or offside. In the shot, you can't even see where Moreno's foot is. Also also a very good point. <laughs> I mean, in so, that I mean, shot, you can't see where yeah, the foot is. Yeah, it's obscured literally by Klimala's waist. That so, was what sent it to the monitor. Right. That quad box is where it then goes to the monitor, and then Uncle is watching the monitor for a long time. Yeah, and, and, and we're going to get into it when we get to Twitter comments because some of you, I think, have correctly pointed out that when a review goes for that long, it's like you're looking for something to change the call on the field. It's like you're looking for it. Now, all of that being said, there's nothing to say that if that goal is ruled out, that the Red Bulls still don't win this match. There is absolutely no, we don't know. Um, obviously, the match state changes dramatically if it's one nil for the final 70 minutes it does dramatically change the match state but uh, just to be very clear on this i feel if that goal is ruled out doesn't mean atlanta united is going to get a point out of this it does however change the match state and it proved as jason told you uh, to be the game-winning goal now atlanta united does get their goal very very late really right at the death um with Joseph Martinez, and this is a historically significant goal. It's his 100th across all MLS competitions, and it's the hot play of the match brought to you by Scana. Last gasp here for Atlanta. Here's Lennon with a cross to Dwyer, headed away by Nealis in front of the penalty spot. Second ball knocked down by Sadich. It's Almada slipping it through to Joseph at the penalty spot. Shot! Score! It is a significant goal for Joseph. It is the 100th he has scored across MLS competitions. And Atlanta United has a minute now to find an equalizer. And I can tell you that for over 20 years, Scana Energy has made it easy for Georgians to receive the best natural gas rates and excellent customer service. Call 877-467-2262 to sign up today. By the way, Aruju, who I thought struggled tonight, but just as a point of fact, that's three consecutive matches now where Aruju has contributed to a goal. Yeah, and, and that's a moment where the attack finally sinks up, and it didn't sink up enough tonight, but it finally did. Joseph makes the run off the ball in a tight spot. Araujo delivers after getting the ball from Almada. 
Nice goal, a, a really nice goal, and that was the combination play that was lacking. Atlanta couldn't get through the middle of the, the pitch enough against the Red Bulls. It's credit to them defensively, but that was where you needed to, to, to make your hay. In the middle of the pitch, in those moments, and they finally did, and they get the goal, you needed more of that earlier on. I do want to, before we leave, go back to that offside moment again. Just after watching the whole thing back, there's something that needs to be stressed in it that, whoo, it's really frustrating. I'll, I'll do it now if you want. Yeah, uh, go um, ahead. Yeah. There was never a definitive angle of anything resembling from the, the touchline, from the side, that you could see Moreno's foot compared with Klimala's shoulder. That did not happen. You were taking two different shots from two different angles and trying to guess where it is because they showed a behind-the-goal shot of where Moreno's foot was. You can't see it in the shot where you see where Klimala is. And from behind the goal, you can't tell if it's onside or offside. And that's what they're going by. And that's in a situation where to overturn that, it's clear and obvious. Now, just to stress, and, and we talk about this a lot when we talk about offside in the Premier League, in the Premier League, clear and obvious isn't the issue because you have the Hawkeye system and you're relying on the Hawkeye system. Offside VAR situations in Major League Soccer are supposed to be clear and obvious, and you never got even a clear and obvious look from anything resembling a sideline view that you could tell anything. And that feels like a reach. Now, I, I guess because the team didn't play well, you're not allowed to talk about it because that's what happens. And I know it, it, it was the same thing when the U.S. didn't make it to the World Cup in 2018 and Panama got a goal that wasn't a goal. It didn't cross the line. Couldn't talk about that because the U.S. didn't play well. Atlanta United didn't play well enough here tonight. But that's the winning goal. Yeah. So you have to talk about it. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm sure up in Cincinnati, there are probably a lot of Cincinnati fans who are uh, having interesting reactions to all this because there are a lot of people up in Cincinnati who feel the Andrew Gutman goal was off funny you Saturday mentioned that. night. Very funny you mentioned that because they, they have a, there's a Twitter account about offside modeling where they, they do a lot of geometry way above my pay grade. Right. I, I, I didn't do well in that class in high school. And you're, you're trying to model it and figure it out because you don't have that right down the line view. And from the offside modeling – that account, and it's a Twitter account that a lot of people follow and a lot of people take pretty seriously, it was within three inches, I, I think, and they thought it was off by three inches. But, hmm, interesting. It wasn't clear and obvious. And it never got sent down to the monitor. It, it got looked yeah. at, but it wasn't clear and obvious, so they didn't overturn it on the field. Right. Hmm, what happened tonight? Hmm. Yeah, it, it well, I mean, look, um, we'll wait, I guess, for the definitive angle from Pro if Won't they matter. decide they'll, to address it. Won't uh, matter. They'll wash it away. They'll come it, up with an excuse. They'll say he was onside, and, yeah. and that's fine. That's what the, that's the ruling, so that's what it is. You can't talk about it when the team doesn't play well and it ends up being the winning goal. Okay, well, uh, in any event, we're going to take your questions and comments on Twitter after this. Send them in to us at MikeConti929 and at Longshoe, and uh, we'll keep going with a full-time report in a moment after Atlanta United's 2-1 loss to New York Red Bulls on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Omega has recovered over $300 million in cash ERC refunds for businesses. Remember, this is not a loan, but a refund of your payroll taxes. Omega Accounting Solutions helps businesses nationwide. So if you have more than five, but less than 500 employees, they're likely able to help you as well. A better business bureau partner and a champion for small business omega has 15 years of accounting experience find out if you qualify today call toll free 800-704-2000 that's 800-704-2000 or go online to omegataxcredits.com that's omegataxcredits.com one of the great things about little boys and little girls is when they grow up they want to be just like you i'm john morgan of morgan and morgan so to moms and dads aunts and uncles and grandparents everywhere Remember this, the next time you get in the car and don't buckle your seatbelt, a little boy is watching. And when you decide to text or dial and talk while driving, a little girl is watching your every move. And when you head down the road with a beer or cocktail in the car, that little person next to you is taking it all in. In this life, you have an awesome responsibility to those children who love you the most and want to be you in every way. So make a pledge today to be a good role model to these kids and their friends so that that little boy and that little girl get to grow up and be just like you. Morgan & Morgan, for our children. Injured? Visit ForThePeople.com for an office near you. The IRS finally caught up with Louie. I hadn't paid my taxes in eight years. I owed the IRS a lot of money. Louie was in deep trouble. We're going to take your house, put a lien on your bank account, uh, garnish your pay. 
They don't care. They're going to take your paycheck. Louie found out about Optima Tax Relief, the leading tax resolution firm. A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, they've resolved over $1 billion for their clients. Optima Tax, they helped me. They calmed me down. They made me feel comfortable, and I trust them. Louie has a lot to be thankful for. I don't owe the IRS anymore, and I'm able to live a comfortable life, a lot better life. It was because of Optima Tax. For tax help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation. Take it from Louie. If you owe the IRS, don't go on alone. Give Optima Tax a call. They can help you. Call 800-706-5744. 800-706-5744. 800-706-5744. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-418-3132 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-418-3132. That's 800-418-3132. What do you have to lose? Call 800-418-3132. Again, 800-418-3132. Back back to the full-time report. The home for our Atlanta United is Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. All right, continuing on the full-time report here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Atlanta United suffers a 2-1 loss to uh, New York Red Bulls tonight. Let's take some of your questions and comments on Twitter, and you can send them in to us at MikeConti929 and at... Uh, Longshoe. Shiva says, in a must-win game, we gave up two goals early and can't get back. Who is to blame on this loss? I don't think there's one person to blame. I I think that's the the easy way of looking at at this stuff sometimes. Um, We went through it. We just talked about it on that cross on the first goal. Second goal, different conversation. First goal, you can't let that cross get in. And and it's Wiley and Duncan really in the 1v1. Almada helps double down, but Wiley doesn't really – react to the double in the double and we saw one later in the game with Cameron Harper doubling down on Mosquera and I remember talking about it what was what happened there and and it's Duncan again and you give him a lot of credit for a good match tonight he stands up so you know you've got the double team coming you stand the guy up you don't let them go past you and you force them back into the second man that's how you have to handle that Wiley doesn't respond to Almada coming to help he kind of stays in the same line. He's trying to force him up against the touchline. Okay, if that if you do that, it, it's great, but he didn't. He didn't get in front of and cut off the run and then allow Almada to potentially pick Duncan off. He gets beat down the line, and you're going to get beat sometimes, but he gets beat in a moment where you can't get beat and that cross can't come in. Not when you had the double team, what, 30 yards from goal. You know, if you want to get into individuals, yeah, but – it's the same thing that, you know, any any coach will tell you. How does it get to that point? What about the, the clearance there? What about this? What about the responses? It's it's not an individual game. Who's to blame? It's not one person. 
it's a frustrating thing that that happened after the start that you had. And I, I totally agree with Gonzalo Pineda in that you were getting in behind. You had some opportunities early, had some crosses that didn't quite connect. But you were the better team in the first 10 minutes. And then, <laughs> magic phrase, against the run of play, they yeah. get their goal where I'm looking at things that went wrong. That's that's a an, a tactical soccer element where that cross can't come in. But the what I'm looking at more of an individual is the overall team response to falling behind. It took too long for that response. It took too long to get going. Uh, well, uh, Will Hardy has someone to blame. He blames Pineda because he felt the starting lineup was unbalanced, too much offense, not enough defending. You're not worried about defending the Red Bulls in a typical sense. And that has to be understood. I know you can look at the score. Well, they scored two goals. How'd they score their two goals? One's off a set piece, and one is an individual duel that they went out wide. It wasn't like they're connecting passes. It wasn't like you needed to have an extra defender to break things up. You look at how Atlanta played the Red Bulls before, and I know this was a, a big talking point coming in and a big talking point when the lineup came out and then became a big talking point after. Andrew Gutman played as a center back in Cincinnati. And my guess is if he was 100%, he would have started as a left center back tonight, and they would have played a 3-4-3 to start. What we saw in the second half, I think he would have started that way. Andrew Gutman left the match in Cincinnati after getting the goal. Uh, he was touch and go to even be in the team tonight. We were not 100% sure right before the lineup came out that he was even available on the bench. So he couldn't start. You didn't have another option. I think Alex DeJohn is not seen as an option at this point to start after the Red Bulls game at Red Bull Arena where Alex DeJohn made an individual mistake that ended up costing that game. Um, George Campbell's not available. That was really it. Um, you could have played Ronald Hernandez as a third center back on the other side, but Brooks Lennon's not 90 minutes fit. So you didn't have that in the arsenal. If you, if, you want, if you force the, the line of five, if you force the three center backs and you go with Hernandez there and Lennon's not 90 minutes fit, you're then probably playing Araujo as a wing back? Like, that's really the only thing because Mosquera's not 90 minutes fit. Um, you would have kept maybe McFadden in the team. But then when Gutman's available, could have done that. You could have played Machoke Chol, maybe, but Chol hasn't played for a long time. Like, this is the decision-making. So that's why when, when we do this segment and we go back and forth about things, it's easy to toss off the lineup wrong, bad result, all on Pineda. But that's what possibilities he had. I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm leaving anything out in terms of what he really had to choose from. No, uh, I, I, the only thing I would say is Machop did play, I think, for the twos a week. He's played ago, for the so twos, played, but he hasn't played in, in MLS. In yeah, a while. I, I, and he hasn't started. Yeah, um, I, I mean, you could make Sosa center back and start Sadich. I guess I don't know. I mean, it, it's it, that's even kind of a reach. Um, haven't done that. The last time no. Sosa played center back was was under Heinze. And I wouldn't do that against Red Bulls. Uh, mm. Yeah, I mean, it, it's. That is the reality. It's just the reality of, and you know, look. If I, you want one other way to find a different kind of balance, the the other possibility you could have had, and Moreno came out at halftime. I thought Moreno had some good moments. 
and the idea was to get what you saw in the first 10 minutes. The other option would have been to start Franco Ibarra. Now, Ibarra hasn't played much in a while. Right. Ibarra played in that match at Red Bull Arena. He's a ball winner in the midfield. He gives you a little bit of a physical presence. But he hasn't played a whole lot lately. The bet was on the attack. And and the attack in the first 10 was good. In the last 10 was good. The letdown after the two goals is what you can't have. It took too long to get going for that attack to get going again. That was the issue to me more than the lineup choice. Uh, team Doggo says this game wasn't injuries. This game was another of the many examples of how this team can't compete. Joseph Skull does not change anything. This team needs a cleaning out top to bottom. Injuries do not make Almada, Joseph, and Araruju not scoring acceptable. You're not asking Tiago Almada to score 20 goals a year. That's not why he was brought here. It's not who he is. Um, Araruju, I want more in the final third. Absolutely. I've said that for uh, a little while now, and I think he has that to give, and he hasn't. Uh, we've talked about Joseph Martinez and what he can give right now, and it's not the same that we saw in the past. Can he still be effective? Yeah, he can, and, and you saw it on the goal. But you need more of that, and we didn't see enough of that tonight. I thought Tiago Almada was brilliant once again. And, and Tiago Almada had to play more as an eight, especially in the second half when it's Almada and Sosa as the holding midfielders. Almada created six chances tonight, four in the first half, two in the second. Almada did everything you could possibly ask. There, there's nothing wrong with Tiago Almada, and I, I will really push back hard on that. Araujo, I want more in the final third. I want more final product. Now, you mentioned he has been contributing to goals in the last three. That's good. He's capable of more than he's put up so far this season. I think Joseph is capable of more than he's put up so far this season. And those are two that I, I want to see more from. I think Tiago Almada has done so much on every side of the ball that I don't have any problems with his game. Turner Kirby, who's always a, a great voice of reason, says, disappointing game. I know a lot of people are wanting changes, and that's warranted. However, nothing can really be done right now outside of lineup tinkering. You just have to go out and win the next 90 and go from there. Right now it is what it is. And to go back one more to the, the last question about injuries had nothing to do with it, we just talked about the lineup selections, and injuries affected the lineup selection. It did, and – I know that's something that you just don't want to hear at this point. And I, look, I, I get it in the sense that it's been an ongoing conversation, but it's that big. It's that big. Not even talking at this point. Not even talking about Brad Gazan and Miles Robinson and Osvaldo Alonso and missing them. I'm not even getting into that. And that's a big element. Not talking about that. Talking about Andrew Gutman not being able to give you 90 as he comes back from injury. Brooks Lennon not being able to give you 90 as he's coming back from injury. Ronald Hernandez might not be able to go a full 90 right now. I mean, he's coming back from an injury. Injuries affected the lineup selection tonight and not the Miles Robinson, Brad Kazanis, Valdo Alonso injuries, the other injuries that have happened. I know you don't want to hear it, but you can't ignore that it's part of the conversation game to game with this team right now. And it's very frustrating that it is part of the conversation, but that's 2022. And you have to still find a way to compete better than you did tonight. That's the other side of it. I, you can't do this all or nothing thing just because you don't like the result. That does That's not reality. The reality is the injuries affect what you can do on the field, but – you can also compete and respond better to falling behind in a game as important as tonight. And the group on the field took too long to get going again after that second goal. And that part, not acceptable. Not acceptable. 
Okay, uh, just a, a couple uh, paraphrase comments from the dressing room. Uh, Andrew Gutman, uh, this this is from uh, uh, Tyler Pilgrim of Dirty South Soccer. Thank you for this, Tyler. Andrew Gutman said the team needs to have a little more fight and cheekiness in the final third. Mentioned it's a tough season for the fans, but they're trying to play the style of football fans like. Right now it's not clicking. Uh, Joseph Martinez uh, said that uh, the season is not over yet said we have a lot of games left and they are grateful for the fans who support the team. And uh, with that, we will take one final break and come back with some thoughts on Sunday's match in Columbus as Atlanta United falls tonight to New York Red Bulls 2-1 on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. With more full time report on Sports Radio 929 The Game. All right, uh, time for some quick final thoughts here on the full time report after Atlanta United's 2 1 loss to New York Red Bulls tonight. Sunday, Atlanta United now goes up to Columbus. 5 30 will be the kickoff, 5 o'clock will be uh, the airtime from lower.com field. Jason and I will be up in Ohio for that. Columbus didn't have to play on the midweek, and uh, that's a tough break for Atlanta United. Columbus also. Uh, they have lost only one of their last 11 matches. That's very impressive. Now, they've played to a lot of draws in that span. Four wins, one loss, six draws in their last 11. Um, but we were talking about this off the air, and apparently I, people don't want to hear this, but if Atlanta United were to go up to Columbus Sunday and win, you get your expected point total for the week, and suddenly you're right back into this thing. And how you do that is you got to have the response that you didn't have tonight. And you have to use this midweek game for what it can be. Going to have heavier legs than Columbus. Uh, that's a fact. Uh, you're going to have more minutes on your your belt this week than Columbus. That's a fact. But you should have some anger that Columbus won't have because they didn't play in the midweek and they didn't lose at home the way that Atlanta United did to the, one of their rivals, the New York Red Bulls. You have to channel that anger, and we need to see early on in that game some of that anger come out from time to time. Lucas Zellerion can't be allowed to pick up the ball and turn cleanly and, and get looks at goal. He's one of the most talented players in the league. Cucho Hernandez can't have freedom inside the 18-yard box or he's going to punish you. You've got to have a body on him at all times. That anger that this team should feel after the performance tonight overall, and especially the result tonight, has to be channeled into – Something substantial in Columbus to kind of turn the ship back around. The, the team this season and some things out of their control, some things within their control, seems to like the difficult road rather than the easy road. We're going off-road in all year. Okay. Well, 
you're off the road. So now you got to find a way to get it back, and it starts on Sunday. Yeah, and uh, look, we have seen instances where Atlanta United has had a bad result against Red Bulls, and they've turned around and they've played very well. Most recently, the end of last season, uh, not that it was a bad result, a scoreless draw at Red Bull Arena, but then Atlanta United turned around and played very well on decision day in Cincinnati. So they're going to be hoping for a, a similar bounce back. This Sunday, again, we'll be on the air 5 o'clock for the Five Stripes Countdown. 5.30 will be the kickoff, Atlanta United and Columbus Crew. Dylan Matthews, our producer tonight. Miller Pope, our engineer. For Jason Longshore, I'm Mike Conti. Once again, Atlanta United falling to New York Red Bulls tonight 2-1. We'll see you on Sunday here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.